Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as pink chicken and the lazy man all right we are rolling hello ladies and gentlemen welcome back to pink chicken and the lazy man or as Michelle likes to sing it Pink chicken and the lazy man. As we said, we have a special treat because Jack released two videos this week. We're about to watch the second one titled Salmon Poached in Buttermilk and Herbs. This was released uh, today, 12 hours ago on Friday, January 24th. This one currently has 1,600 views on it, give or take a couple because of the YouTube algorithm. We're going to roll the video to jump right in here. So, Michelle, why don't you tell us about all the videos we found with salmon poached in buttermilk online? Uh, we found zero. Zero. We found zero. Uh, we found salmon poached in like milk, m milk and wine, wine, and butter. Yeah, liquid, not buttermilk so per se. We're gonna we're gonna start rolling the video. Here we are again in Jack's kitchen. See the bistro sign above the microwave convection oven. He's got his list of ingredients laid out here. Interesting of note. I don't know where Jack's recording this at. I think he's in Tennessee currently. But that buttermilk container looks suspiciously like the kind of buttermilk you would buy at the Dollar Tree. Hmm. Maybe the salmon was bought there too. I mean, I don't. Well, the salmon looks like it's packed in a food saver bag. But he usually gets that stuff at Sam's Club or Costco when he buys his meats. So he's displaying his salmon now. He's showing us he's going to be using some mustard. He's going to be using um, vegetable broth. Yeah. Okay. Prepackaged vegetable broth. Obviously, he's not brewing his own stock. But yes, yeah, starting off the uh, the video so we're here. Salting and peppering the uh, salmon. He's talking now. He was talking about how he found this. He he had heard of this method, but he found a recipe online that he really wanted to try about poaching the salmon in buttermilk. So we're thinking, well, obviously he must have taken this from another YouTube video because he took this thumbnail from the same place he took the taco soup thumbnail. So now we're we're getting into the herbs. There's lemon. Looks like thyme. Maybe bay leaves. Yep, shallots. Uh, shallots and garlic. Oh, cloves of garlic. And he's got some kind of pan out of focus that he's showing us. Not the pan from the thumbnail, if you notice. Pan <laughs> what a shock. Pan, <laughs> the pan he's using is a is a stainless steel, and the pan in the thumbnail is a cast iron. And we're out of focus here in a fuzzy shot of the pan that we're putting the buttermilk in. Well, getting back to his low-quality video, it's, it's almost, it's kind of shameful. He's probably shooting this with still one of those little handy cams you get it at a department store when clearly a DSLR or a mirrorless would do wonders here. It's, he, it's kind of, he's getting this weird look that nobody else has because everybody else has moved on to at least either shooting in the iPhones or GoPros or they've gone up to some kind of prosumer DSLR mirrorless camera. Okay, so the steps here, we, 
We've combined the vegetable broth with the buttermilk and he's just, it's not even boiling at this point. He's dumping in the herbs, lemon, shallots, garlic, everything else. Still not boiling and we're putting in the salmon. Well, the, the whole point of poaching is not to boil. You're supposed to get it to about 180 degrees, but he's doing it way too quickly. He's not, he's not doing it I, I don't time. even see it simmering really. I mean, I don't know that it's it would be that temperature. Well, also he has no he has no idea either because even though he hawks a thermometer, he has not taken a temperature of his broth. So he has no idea what temperature that is. Well, then he puts the store-bought the store-bought Dijon mustard in afterwards. Doesn't put it in while the salmon is in there. I, well, no, he's trying to make a, he's trying to make a cream sauce out of it. But he's, he's basically curdled what was in the the pan yes and so now it's too thick to go through and there's the, he didn't put any thickening agent in it to make it well to get the uh to get the large pieces of shallot and to get the large pieces of the aromatics he has the few aromatics that he used and the lemon hunks because unlike everybody else he neither thin sliced the lemon he just cut them into quarters but nor did he squeeze the lemons if he's going to do that to add the juice to the buttermilk which he's added lemons here most of the people add lemons to add the acidity but if you're using buttermilk already you already has, has that acidity and Oh my god so he's pouring the sauce that he strained out over the top it really just looks like he's putting butter over the top and the, the salmon is clearly mush way overcooked because well, it's again, supposed to flake this is mush well salmon is a very delicate fish to begin with right. and poaching it is supposed to respect that fragility of the meat um, so that's why temperature is very important and the cooking time is very important you want to cook it at a low to a medium heat just at that simmer point, just anywhere between you know, 180 degrees. He's, he did none of that. And it's supposed to be done for several minutes. Some of the other videos we watched, because we learn before we watch what Jack does, we try to, if we don't know the cooking technique ourselves, we watch other videos from professional chefs. We watch Gordon Ramsay, we watch Jack, Jack Brisquillon to figure out how this is supposed to be done and then what Jack turns it into. The, the nightmare that Jack turns it into. The cream sauce, like if you're going for a sauce, like shouldn't you thicken it? Like he didn't yes. even do that. Like he's just pouring. He's, he's rushing it. The Whatever the, is the remainder of what didn't fall through the strainer, which was a lot because he curdled basically cream. In Well, he came <laughs> he came up with this because we couldn't find this recipe. We looked at his ingredients. We searched, the, we searched YouTube. We searched the internet for the ingredients. Couldn't find the recipe. Couldn't find a recipe video like this one. So basically what it is is he had heard something about poaching salmon or fish in milk. He thought it was buttermilk, but he's getting that confused with like buttermilk fried chicken? chicken yes yes or waffle he's and the, that's the, a buttermilk and that, dredge and and that's like to break down the fats in the chicken to, to tenderize it you're basically kind of brining it in it almost because you're supposed to leave it in the buttermilk bath for like overnight or for a good amount of hours yes before you fry it like it's supposed to kind right. of break down the fibers of the chicken well the, the souring of the buttermilk comes from the bacteria in the buttermilk and that bacteria is basically breaking down the milk into its constituent parts. When you put it in the, when you put the meat into it, it breaks down the texture and the fibers of the meat as well as flavors it. This this reminds me a lot of the episode of Always Sunny when uh, Charlie's out and he orders um, steak boiled over milk boiled steak with uh, jelly beans. Like this, this smacks of that really bad. Like all it needs is a couple jelly beans there. And you basically have what Charlie ordered at a restaurant. <laughs> it's not good. It's a, it's not appetizing. It doesn't it doesn't look good. I don't know what it tastes like, but I can't imagine it would be good. Well, speaking of round and full of sugar, we are looking at Jack 
and he's complaining about his foot because he busted his Achilles tendon walking in a 5K from a couple weeks ago. It's been several weeks, and it's been, it's got to be at least two months since Jack said he was going keto. He was going to try keto. Um, oh, he's, he's leaning keto. That's what he said. Yeah, that doesn't, that's that, not. That's not a thing. That, yeah, you no. can't, you can't go slightly because you have to put the whole purpose of keto is to put your body in ketosis which means you completely deprive it of all but a few grams of carbs a day you load up on the fat you have moderate protein in your macros and you you knock out all carbs the beans that he ate you know the beans that he's putting in this is just like you just you just went right back to carb town yeah. yeah. No ketosis will happen here with the, between this and his taco soup. Oh, I'm sorry. And the, the beans in the taco soup, and what he put with the fish here, it's it's not going to work. Yum yum. Well, that concludes this week's episodes because there were two of Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man. So I'm Michelle, the Pink Chicken. I'm Tom, the Lazy Man. And we will see you back here next week for two more episodes. Or more, depending on what Jack does. We can only hope. It looks like he's getting back into his chefing mode now that his ankle is feeling better. More, uh, more, more ingredients for for our little recipe here, for our little cooking. And some salmonella on the side. Yes. And tune in next week for our episode of Roasted Jack. Ha <laughs> oh. ha. Bye, folks. Bye.